Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode number 134. That's one, three, four, but who's counting? Of Wings, Beers, and Tears. We're your favorite DMV sports podcast. We are back. We got a new episode for you. If you download our podcast, please find the little DMV chicken who is crying, and that is us. That is Todd and Jerry, and we are Wings, Beers, and Tears. Let's get down to it. What's going on, my brother? Hey, man. What's happening? Dude, just chilling, man. Let's see how good our predictions were from last week. We haven't done this in a while. We're, we actually made some serious predictions, and then let's see how we did with them. We, we, are, <laughs> we are revisiting them. We are. We are. It was a mixed bag, but so was uh, so was sports, man. That's why That's why they play the fucking games. Um, so before we get into, by the way, if you're listening for baseball or hockey talk, sorry on baseball and not yet on hockey, but we will say this. The Orioles, your Baltimore Orioles, uh, their magic number is down to one. So any combination of a victory and a Tampa loss, and they are in. And I think Tampa's off tonight. So yeah. if, if those take care of business against Boston, they are your AL ch- champs, man. I mean, they're going to be the AL champs, but I can't think – well, it's kind of like hockey. It matters not at all what seed you go into, but it's all about matchups. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I don't know enough about baseball to know if the O's are positioned well. You know what? You bring up a great point, and with that wild card being such a weird playing game, I think we waiting for the wait for the matchups to come out. Wait for that Major League Baseball playoff bracket to come out, and then I think we do a little playoff. Uh, yeah, preview we'll do that. You know, as much as baseball is mundane and boring and everything else, when your local team is in it, it's fun. Like when the Nats were in the playoffs, it was fucking fun, right. man. You know, I mean, I I know enough about baseball to know, like you know, you could break down the matchups and and, and all of that. It's just. Drawn out, too drawn oh, to- out. Totally. But, I mean, totally. Holly and I went to a couple games. Um, and, you know, I'm just, you know, I cheer for the, the Washington teams mm-hmm. primarily. But sure. when I go to games, it's Baltimore. Yeah. So much well, better. Well, first of all, again, Camden trumps Nats Park. It's not oh, even close. Yeah, sure. And uh, the Raven Stadium pummels FedEx. Right. So, you're right. I mean, my, my heart's in Washington, but, you know. Uh, the fact that they're local teams and, you know, and, and in my case, um, I wasn't around with the first iteration of, you know, the Washington Senators. They were they were uh, long gone. Yeah. So I grew up a uh, Cal Ripken and Orioles fan. I mean, Cal That's Ripken right. was God when I was growing Cal up. Cal Ripken and Eddie Murray. That's it, man. So, you know, I'm an O's, you know, fan through and through before anything else. So it's good to see them rise back to prominence. Uh, they're a fun team. And, and the good thing, the best thing about them is that they're built for the long haul. Now. The only downside is, is once they become free agents, then they get start getting picked up by the big money market teams, 100%. which Baltimore's not one no. of. So. And we've seen in baseball, dumb money can can chase oh, guys yeah. away, I mean, man. So I mean, it, you know, it's coming. It is. I mean, these L.A. teams, the obviously the New York teams, for sure. Even Philly. Yep. They just sort of throw money and hope that they do better. If that doesn't win, they throw more money next year. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do a full baseball breakdown once the playoff matchups are set and everything else, and then um, hey, we're almost ready for our Caps preview. We're about a week away. I think next weekend when uh, George is in town, absolutely, he's, he's already texted me. He's been doing his crack research, and it's uh, great because I'm just gonna show up and wing it. <laughs> I can already tell you, Nick Backstrom's contract's an anchor. Yeah, I get it. We'll we'll revert back to 2019, Jerry, which is pretty much your same stance on the caps. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so let's get down to it. So let's start with uh, let's start with college football, man. It was a hell of a weekend of college football. Actually, there was a lot of good games. There was yeah, last weekend was one of those dream weekends when pretty much every time slot had a 
marquee match. It was, it was fantastic. So personally, we were down, we were down at Bryce and uh, spent a family weekend down there, and it was gloomy and rainy and shitty weather. So our neighbor, who is an Ohio State guy, um, we bounced back and forth between houses and just drank our faces off, ate our faces off. It was just a good classic college football day, man. And it was basically from noon until midnight. We were we were having a blast. Did you check out that Ohio State Notre Dame game? Watched the whole damn thing with him. So. The coaches we all had were talking a good counsel about, you know, the blame game at that last. For those who don't know, the Ohio State, um, Ohio State Notre Dame game ended with Ohio State basically scoring from a one yard plunge on the last play at a time when Notre Dame had no timeouts but only ten people on the field. Yep. And so um, we were talking about one whose fault it was, and two. Um, you know, what should have been done, what we would have done if something like that would have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, difference of opinions, but um, the majority of coaches felt that it was the, uh, not the head coach, but the position coach's fault for not having his guys in there. Yeah, because aren't those guys generally in charge of their position groups? They are, yeah. and, and and obviously the head coach has 15 things going on. The position coach should know if your D-line's in or not the right. D-line's in. I was mostly... Uh, placing blame on the defensive lineman who was next to the guy who should have been in because he should have known that the uh, that person wasn't in. And if there were no timeouts, he should have just jumped off sides because you're on the one-yard line and you'll get a five-yard penalty, but you can bring the next the – ne- Holy shit. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. I never even thought of right. that. Right. So he th- – That's a brilliant yeah, point. Someone, yeah, someone in that front seven should have said, we're missing one, we're missing one, and just ran, ran just, up yeah, and – Yeah, just run across the line of right, scrimmage. just yeah. run across the line of scrimmage. <laughs> Leave the white flag. Yeah, at, right. at, least you're, at least you're getting a chance to have, um, you know, uh, uh, you get your 11th guy sure. back on the field. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um so here's the deal. I was conflicted in that game. Not 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 because of who I was rooting for. I was rooting for Ohio State because I hate Notre Dame. I've always hated Notre Dame. I don't Dame. really like either one of them, but I like the team. I like the matchup. But I really like the Notre Dame head coach. Oh, he's he's I yeah. I love the quarterback, the transfer from yeah. Wake. He's a good dude. Um I forget the the D end on Notre Dame. Fucking great guy. Yeah. Like I almost I, I like all of their makeup. I just can't stand the school. <laughs> like I just Yeah, you I know, mean, the, that, you know that the history, the prestige. I don't know how good of a coach Marcus Freeman is because he doesn't seem to beat the teams that he's less talented or more ta- yeah, less talented than. But he definitely his definitely his demeanor is one of calm. He is in total control. He seems like a very good guy. And as a human being, could he be any more the he antithesis very, to Brian Kelly? Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> seems very gracious, <laughs> yeah, right? A hundred. If he coached for anybody, I'd probably love him. But yep. I just don't love Notre Dame, right? But Ohio State, um, you know, I just know that the talent that they get, it's almost it, it's almost terrible to say, but they don't live up to the talent that they have. Now, aren't they a little down talent-wise comparatively to where they've been? For well, example, co- that, that quarterback. Yeah, he's I, apparently from New Jersey and, and wasn't a big recruit. Right. But I can tell you that they're too deep. Oh. Um, you know, recruiting stars-wise. Now, you never know how that's going to go. Sure. Right? But they're recruiting too deep. All 22 kids are better than West Virginia's best recruit. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, um, you they, I mean, it, say that about a lot of teams. It is yeah. them, it is Alabama, it is Georgia, and then it is everybody else, including right. the Penn States and the Michigans. Because sure. I know kids at our school that have Penn State offers that are waiting for Ohio State. Mm. Gotcha. They, they, you know, they want to go there. Yeah. 
And then if they get it, then they have to realize who else is going in their position. Because if they're four four star defensive ends, you probably don't want to go to Ohio State if you're a defensive end because you probably you have a twenty five percent chance of playing. Right. Right. You're going right. to transfer down anyway. So. I got to tell you that Ohio State D impressed me. They're good, man. They should always be good. They're fucking big. It's almost impossible not yeah. to be good. Now you're right. right. You're right. But, now that was that was an exciting game. Yeah. Um, the the Oregon um, Colorado game was hysterical. It oh was. my god, what a fucking beatdown! Yeah, I mean, it, it was sort of a it, Oregon had a uh, Washington Commanders type reality check. You know, you mean Colorado? Uh, yeah, Colorado. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, they they you know they were overhyped. Yeah, uh, and they had uh, had some pretty good wins, but sure. against not nothing like going into that. Week three is a good week to really see what a team is like because you have two weeks of prep, you have two weeks of film, you can see the tendencies, right? right. Especially with a team like Colorado where they have so many new players, you have no idea what they're going to do. You're sure. guessing, sure. right? My guess is if, if TCU played them again, they would probably fare a little bit better because they would know what to expect. I completely agree. But yeah. um, that doesn't say that, uh, that they're not well-coached. Colorado is well-coached. Oh, yeah. They just... They got, they, they got a ton of talent, and like you said, though, it's a lot of mismatched pieces because they are so fresh right. and new. And it's going to um, – now they're going to come back to reality a little bit because the more film you get on them, you're sure. you going to know what to do. But they got they got talent. I expect them to make a bowl and, you know, win right. eight or nine games. So, yeah, that game, that was that was good, you know, national viewing audience watching as well. So, you had Ohio State, Notre Dame was the prime time. You had Oregon and Colorado. And then the other one that was super enticing without a horse in the race was Clemson, Florida State. That was a great game, too. And I I feel like I, I feel like Clemson gave that game away. They did. Um, I, I agree. On with a you. number of occasions. Right. I agree with you. Um, and I don't think Florida State is in the Everybody's like, oh, they're top four. They're top. They're not a top four team. They in my have opinion. so much speed on the on the. Uh, their quarterback's pretty good, and they have a ton of speed um, on the outside. And what what they have the advantage of is they play in a very weak conference. So now Super it's, now it's just you know uh, rolling everybody until you get to the BCS. Yeah. At this point, they have they cannot suffer a loss. A loss, no. and they're out of the yeah. The, they're the out because everybody picture. knows that their jo- their conference is a joke. Right. It's always been like that with Clemson, though. Too. It you has. Know? You're right. I mean, You're right. You know. You. But I think Florida. I mean, Florida State did beat LSU. They did handily. So they did. Um, I think Florida State's for real now. Whether or not they're top four, I don't know. But yeah, I think they're in that seven, eight, nine range. Yeah. You know, personally, we'll but, see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, so let's get down to it. So, uh, you know, this was the first real test for the Terps that we had talked about. Um, the game went pretty much exactly as you described it. You said Michigan State's in turmoil. They got su- too much shit going on behind the scenes. And if you can catch them and get them down, you're going to break their spirit. Yep. Maryland got them down. Didn't break their spirit. Michigan State had a little fighting, you know, uh, twinkle in their eye in the second half. Um, and, uh, you know, put together a drive. They were driving again, but just too many turnovers for them. Um I thought Maryland was a bit fortunate with the turnovers, but again, I mean the picks were the picks, and yeah. you, you, you get them, you flip the you know flip the script. Um, offensively, I thought Maryland looked fine. I thought they did exactly what they should have done. Right. You know, Talia looked calm. He didn't look uh, one pick in the back of the end zone when they were driving, which was poor. But the game was pretty much already in hand at that point. Um, he's not immune to making dumb decisions. That's just going to happen. Um, but Maryland looked in control. I mean, here's how I see Maryland's season going, right? They've played four pretty bad teams. 
Um, but they you play who's on your schedule. Sure. And, yeah, and Michigan State on the road is it's Michigan State on the road. Yeah, yeah. but it's a shit team. It's they, it's, they it's a it's a team in turmoil. Look, I don't think you take anything. There's nothing impressive about that win to me. I, I agree it's with you. Exactly. They're playing a team who lost its coach and is a national embarrassment. And the kids probably don't want to be there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the Big Ten this year is pretty down. There's not a lot of great teams. Uh, Indiana's eh, okay. Illinois, okay. Northwestern, probably pretty bad. Um, ne- Nebraska, probably pretty bad. Those are four more wins that I think are virtual locks just because the teams aren't very good. And I think Maryland's good. This, mm-hmm. is, this is where I give them props because last year and the year before, I don't think Maryland was that good. They would beat some teams and then lose to some teams. Right. This year, I think Maryland is good. And I think they will beat all the teams they should beat, right? So I think eight or nine wins is a virtual lock. If you don't get that, then you're looking at some. There's you're looking at coaches because talent wise, yeah. Maryland has, I think. I mean, I'm Talia's thrown a thousand passes, man. He knows. I I get every once in a while he has brain farts and bad throws, and but, like, but everybody does. Everybody man. does. I, I, right. But on by and large, seventy five percent of the time, he's going to make the play you need him to make. Right. Right. They got decent wide receivers. They do. They got a good running back. Yep. Their offensive line. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I like their system. Everybody's comfortable in their system. Yeah. Talent-wise, other than the Ohio States and the Michigans and the Penn States, you're going to be as talented or more talented than everybody else on the field. Defense will make enough plays mm-hmm. to keep you in games, especially if they're getting turnovers, which is the big thing. You know, you can give up 20 20- – you can give up 21 points and still win the game and still yeah. feel reasonably confident you can win the game, mm-hmm. right, which is, a, which is a credit to the offensive firepower. I think Maryland is a very good team. I think they're on the verge of being a top 25 team. Uh, they're going to get the benefit of playing a weak schedule. Yep. I'm not sure they're going to beat anybody any good. Yep. Um, but by beating nobody that good, you're going to be not, you're gonna have nine wins, Yeah. right? And then if you could sneak a win, Right against one of those three, which I think they can. If now there's a year to do it, it's this now year. Now you're talking. I'm telling you, man. I mean, Michigan looks pretty good. They they're four and zero. They've played nobody, but they've destroyed everybody. Sure. Just like Maryland, you know. Uh, Ohio State's Ohio State. Yep. Went, you know, and then Penn State. Maryland always gives Penn State a run. That's the game where, if you believe in history, which I do. Penn State will drop one or two games they shouldn't drop. Yep. And I think this year, I think Maryland's a 10-2 and two team this year. Wow. That's just what I think. And it's not because they're amazing. It's just because the Big Ten is bad. Right. Um, all the teams are blah mm-hmm. uh, in terms of talent. Uh, and I think they're going to sneak one of those three. I think Maryland's going to play on a New Year's Day game. I sincerely hope you're correct about all of that. I can see it going that way for sure. I could see them winning nine games. I don't think they're going to win 10, but I could see them getting nine. Um, I could see them getting eight and almost feel like a disappointment a little bit, you know? But we I said it last week, and I stand by it. How you are as a team, because coaches always like to say that. We're, we're only worried about what's in this room, because that's all you can worry about. But the fact of the matter is, season to season, you can get screwed by scheduling, <laughs> you know? And some of your Absolutely. best teams... Don't look like it on paper, and then people bash you and whatever else. This could be the right mix of, I I said it before, I think last year's team may have been a little better. This year's team is more balanced for Maryland. And I think the defensive side of the football is where you're seeing that now. They've got a rotation on on their their front three because they play that weird three, you know, three down linemen. 
They've got a two-deep rotation on the front three and no household names, and they're getting the job done. And their linebacking core is very strong, and they do that basically almost – they almost bring in like two safeties and play them as quasi-linebackers, but it makes it really difficult for other teams. And you can move the ball on Maryland because they're not huge, and they're not like this run-stopping you know, juggernaut, but they're athletic as shit, and they make plays. And right. sometimes those are the best – defense is when you play in the Big Ten because you said it before, you're not going to stop Ohio State at the line of scrimmage or Michigan or Penn State. No. But if you can turn them over two or three times and make that game fewer possessions for the better team, then you have a shot as the underdog. And this is the year Maryland may have that. So it might be the right mix for them. Well, This weekend game is huge. Yeah, well, every time you win, the next week's game is even for sure, better, right? But look, you're a 14 and a half point favorite. You're playing at home. Indiana is not good um they're not they're not terrible no right but they're not good they're they're not as good or as talented as maryland no of course not. and that doesn't mean they can't come in and have a good game plan and frustrate maryland but maryland should win that game that's that's a game you have to win yes and if you lose it's a bad loss no matter how you you know 100 percent. the only way i think the way they lose is talia throws like three or three picks and they start fumbling and they have miscommunications which i just or if they fumble a kickoff or they you know I i don't see it next week at ohio state that's going to be the that's going to have a lot of hype, and that's going to be the game where they're going to get punched in the mouth, and they're yeah. going to have to figure out whether or not they're tough enough to handle it, right. or whether or not they're going to get boat raced. Right. Then you come home, right? You play Illinois. They're two and two, not great. Same as Indiana. Um, then you go to Northwestern. They're in shambles, right? It's it's a punt year for them. You, you win that. Then you get Penn State at home. That's the one. That's which the, which means something. That's I mean, the big that's, dog. That's the one I've circled to say. Yeah, you get Penn State at home. Penn State may be undefeated. They're they're good, right? But they haven't played anybody. I mean, they played West Virginia, but West Virginia's not any good, right? Not not on their level, right? <laughs> By the way, we flip we were flipping through the channels last week, and we during commercials we came through the Penn State game, and George was so funny. He goes, "Wait, wait." He goes, it's at Happy Valley. I said, yeah. He goes, how do they play every fucking game at home? I'm like, that's a really good question. And then you see all these morons on Facebook. Oh, another 110,000, and their seats are shitty. And I'm like, you fucking suck, dude. I would, I'd rather watch that at a bar than that fucking view. You can only see like th- three plays. Right? And then they get Nebraska, Nebraska. Now, now obviously. That's a they, tough game. Eh, it's not a tough game. They're not any good. But it's Nebraska. They're going to have 90,000 people there. But they also could be have they they could be four and seven or you know whatever right 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 no yeah. understood they could be understood a losing record I got with you like no chance to go to a bowl game again then you get Michigan at home I think Michigan looks a little bit better than Penn State that's just me I agree um, with you but and then then you go to Rutgers and Rutgers is better yeah they are but that might be the game that puts Maryland in you know between playing like an eight win team where you know. Only people from Maryland will watch it. Yep. Versus a national bowl game. I'm with you, man. That's your difference between your, let's just say, like a Gator Bowl versus your Duke's Mayo Bowl. Again. Right. You know that, that I I yeah. I don't disagree. The one yeah. where you're just watching football all day and boom, I'm putting Maryland on. Yep. Because I know Maryland's a good team and I want to see Talia play and the team they're going to be playing is a good team. Yep. It's not like Air Force. Sure. Right. Where you don't know anybody on the team. Right. Um, as a West Virginia fan, I'm hoping we get that game. Mm-hmm. Like I'd I'd love to play Central Michigan somewhere just to be in a bowl. I haven't seen it in so long, right? <laughs> I haven't but seen it in so long. They're not You're so that, fucking dramatic. They're, they're not that uh, 
But but Maryland is a good team. I think Maryland's a top twenty-five team. Right? Yeah, I, I'll just you know I, I, I'm with you. I, I I think they're solid. I think they're good. I see it through my rose-colored glasses at times, almost in the negative way. I'm harder on my team sure. than a lot of other people are. Well, you also don't you know, emotionally you don't want to say, "Man, we have arrived. This is it." And then they go out to Indiana. They go out against Indiana and they they fucking lose by 14 points and you walk yeah. out of the stadium like, how the fuck did this happen? How did that happen? Right. right. Well, it's funny because Maryland's up 21-3 at halftime against Michigan State. And uh, our, our neighbors are over. He's the Ohio State guy. We're talking. He's like, man, Maryland's just rolling them. And I said, they'll, they'll find a way to make it semi-interesting. And he was laughing. And then it was 21-9 going into the fourth quarter. And he's like, wow, you weren't kidding. I'm like, I'm telling you. you right. know, they just, Well, it's just a lot. You know what that is? It's a lack of confidence, mm-hmm. and it's a lack of belief that you are elite. And w- it, Bingo, if you haven't been at that level before, you're looking around waiting for the next shoe to drop and waiting for the game to get close instead of like the Ohio State mentality, which yeah. is, oh, you fucking Oh, we're going to find a way to win. Oh, yeah. We're going to win in the fourth quarter. That's right. right. Um, it, on a small scale, we played our little JV game yesterday uh-huh. against a, a, a St. Mary's Reichen. Okay. Right? And we haven't won a game all year. We're terrible. And... um. But we were winning in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and our our kids just didn't know how to do it. Yeah, and we lost mm-hmm. because we couldn't close. Yep, we. Were, but you could tell, even the way I was feeling it too, you could tell the look on the kids like, "What's going to happen?" Because we had been getting blown out every game. Right, right. We weren't even in games. Sure. Right. So this is the first game we were actually competitive with, much less had a chance to win. And we just didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And I think some teams are like that. Yeah. Right? No, I, I agree. They just don't – when bad things start to happen, they don't have the confidence to – you know. Now, our varsity team will go fucking destroy people this week. Right. right. Because they expect to win. They expect to win by 50. Right. Um, and they expect to beat everybody. And when they play teams with, with uh, equal talent, that's mm-hmm. when they – you know that's when okay we could the fear of losing sure. comes in but sure they 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 won't fear losing to this team at all right and because they have confidence so um it, but it is there is a mindset to it and i think maryland needs to develop that mindset cuz i think penn state has it it's oh. some people call it arrogance yeah but right? it, but it's that fine line and and i'm with you they haven't done it before but now now they're 4-0 well they're all there it's a veteran team it is so it that's is. veterans should they've seen the battles man yep so they shouldn't yep. fear anything. They no, should. I, I agree. I agree. Um, now, nah, so, you know, go Terps, man. Big game this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, I know Mitch is going to give me shit for not going. But it's parents' weekend at Tech. We, we will both be at Tech that, yeah. with our kids, and that's where we're going. Yeah. I didn't and want on, my daughter to go to Tech. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with and it? In a, and in a twist of fate, this is very cool, coming full circle. So they're playing IU at home. Well. Jeremy's parents are using the my, my tickets and parking pass. Talked oh, to his dad awesome. last night. He's all fired up, and then he's like, "Just to let you know, I'm, I'm wearing my Terps gear. You know, I'm, I'm pulling for my Terps." He's like, cool. "He's like being able to see Maryland IU is awesome for him." Yeah. So, in a twist of fate, everything worked out. We our tickets are going to hardcore good Maryland fans with an IU you know tie, and uh, you know, Mitch, don't give me shit for it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So prediction, uh, I will go first. Okay. Uh, Maryland thirty-eight, Indiana. 20. Um, I'm going to go a little bit higher scoring affair. I'm going to say I'm going to say 42-31 Maryland. I think Maryland actually is in trouble on, on the ropes in the third quarter and there's rumblings in the crowd and then I think they, you know, they they put up 7 on their last three possessions something like that and end up pulling away. Um, but I think I think Indiana is going to come in with a good game plan. I think their O-line can give us fits 
So um, I, I think Maryland covers the 14 and a half, and you do not think Maryland covers correct. the 14. Okay. Correct. All right. Um, yeah. And by the way, our prediction last week on Maryland, uh, Michigan State, um, I think I said 28-10. You said, I think you said 31-14, something like that. So we were both very, very close. Right. I mean, that game was was very similar to the way we thought it was going to go down. Yep. Um, so yay us. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> let's, well, let's, let's transition to the commanders, which we also predicted. We fucking nailed it, baby. <laughs> so I, I, I wasn't upset. I wasn't surprised. This is kind of what, what I what I, I was kind of pleased. Because I mean, it brings them back to earth a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but I mean, you could you could lose by a touchdown and be brought back to earth. Mm. I wasn't pleased. Here's why I was not pleased. Um, because I think I think Washington has become a little bit too pass happy. They pass the ball about seventy five percent of the time, and I I don't think they're built that way. And I blame Eric Bieniemy on that. But yeah. um, their their line is not good at pass blocking. I think it was a situation where the Bills had two weeks of film yep and they developed a good game plan of how to attack sam house Sam sure. Howe holds the ball he's always hold the ball he's held the ball too long he's done it he did it in north carolina he does it now um and he had a very bad week because he was consistently under duress yep uh, and he was throwing the balls up um i would hope that the adjustments that the enemy will make is we got to start running the ball we the washington has to start <laughs> running the ball more and controlling the clock because right. if you try to outscore people with this offense, with this talent, you're you're going to subject yourself more times than not to turnovers, and the game's going to get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they beat Philly last year at Philly was they just pounded the ball, and it was a terrible, awful game to watch, and people were complaining because it was boring, and you know, first downs, and just let the clock run down. But that's what they need to do. Yep. Right? They can't outscore people. And their offensive line is bad. Um, the talent is bad. It's been bad for years, and I blame Ron Rivera. Um, We've done nothing to address it. That's I just don't think. I mean, yeah, we. This team hasn't gotten much better in five years, and yeah. I know ever the all the apologists are going to say Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, and I get it. Sure, you know, but Ron Rivera's time is, and I'm not overreacting because of one loss. It's no. just he, the team is not any. I mean, they beat two teams which are bottom five to eight teams. Right, and they barely beat them. Yep, and they play against a top eight team, and they get smoked. Yep, so they are a bottom eight team, and when he inherited it, they were a bottom eight team. So they're just—they haven't improved much. Um, but if they have any chance of winning, you're going to have to get games in the twenties, right? I mean, oh, you're yeah. you're, you're going to have to run the ball and punt the ball and run the ball. So and I punt said it last week. I said that their wins are going to be by the skin of their teeth. That's just how they're built. Right. A lot of their losses will be as well. And you'll go, oh, man, we should have won that game. Yeah, but you probably shouldn't have won the other one. So I think their, I their get, close yeah. wins and losses, I think, are going to be indicative of what they really are. They're susceptible to getting blown out. Right. They, they, they have a young quarterback. Now, unlike all the other you know talking heads in this area, I don't blame Sam Howell, per se, because it's his fourth start. Yeah, yeah. But he holds and the ball too long. He does. Oh, he's got plenty of flaws. In his in his uh, repertoire, which is why he was a fifth round pick and not a second round pick, you know that's perfectly fine. The guy plays hard. I think he listens to the coaches. I think he tries to do what he needs to do. I'm with you. If you want to give the enemy praise for the first two weeks, go for it. But you got to give him 
his his due here this past week. Not a good game plan against a really good attacking defense. Um, and something's got to give going forward. The elephant in the room is the fact that their offensive line is bad. Right. Really, really bad. They are bad. Um, and, uh, you know, look, people are talking, well, hey, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys. That's true. And they were beating the Giants, so maybe that win's not so bad. And Denver just had a bad week last week. Look at Denver the- got 70 put up on them. Exactly. But I heard somebody say, oh, you know, Miami's going to be the best offense ever. So here's the deal. It's a week-to-week league. You play who you play. You game plan for that team, and you disregard anything that came before it and anything that's going to come after it. It's a week-to-week league. But the Redskins, the Redskins, the commanders find themselves, regardless of ownership, coaches, whatever else, they are still a completely rudderless team. They don't have an identity. What do they do well? They defend. You have to give their defense a chance to defend. Literally, punts are not bad. Punts are not bad. Turnovers are killer. Correct. So if you're going to throw the ball that much with a quarterback making his fourth start with this complex offense, you are going to turn the ball over. We got lucky the week before and didn't turn it over. And it came, you know, the, the chickens came home to roost last week and turned the ball over way too much and say la vie. That's it. I mean, so, Brian Robinson um, is is getting yards when he's okay. given a chance. Now, I, kn- I know that. Um, the more you run him, the more they're going to stack the box. Of right? course. But it, it just seems when you're throwing the ball 75% of the time, and, and I know you got to score an NFL to win, and it's it's that type of league, but it just seems that that doesn't really fit the personnel, and it makes me wonder if Eric Biamini is trying to do too much. Yeah. Right? Because he's auditioning himself for I – don't, I don't know. It's just – it. In order to win games, they're going to have to keep it close, and they're going to be awful games to watch. Yep. I don't want to see 75% throwing. I want to see 75% running. Right. I'm, I'm a little conflicted because I'd rather see, I'd rather see them lose 31-28 and entertain me than lose 13-10. to But at the same time, for every 13 to 10 loss, maybe there's a 13 to 10 win in there yeah, because you have the DNA. Games, right. right. Yeah. 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 I mean, so I, 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 no, I get what you're saying. So, I mean, I don't, I don't want a 75% run, but I, I would like a 60% run, 40% pass, that type of ratio. Sure. Right. Because it just, it winds the clock down. And I think they're, the chances they have to win are to get in the fourth quarter and rely on that defense to make a stop and then you get a field goal. Yep. And you get Curtis Samuel on a little swing route and he picks up 20. You get, right. you know, you get Brian Robinson picking up that hard yard on third and three. You know, that kind of stuff. I'm with you. I mean, this ain't fucking KC. It's never going to be KC. 100%. Which is why I said a 20 yard swing route, not a 60 yarder to the house. Right. And that's it. I'm with you. I think the enemy's almost some of Sam Howell's best plays so far this season and this young season that he's been lauded for, which he should be because he's athletic. He's got good instincts, but they're off script. Yeah, broken plays. That's totally. Yeah. So if you're living off of him making a play off script, it's probably not going to win you that many games. Right. Uh, this league's too fucking. You know, the professionals are too good. Look at the look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett is a bowl of shit, but they're going to win some games because Mike Tomlin is a great coach and he, and he knows, knows exactly he just knows yes. what to fucking do. He'll keep yes. his team in a game. Exactly right. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to a lot of coaching, and Ron Rivera is a below-average coach. Yeah. Above-average person. 
Below average coach. Good person, below average coach, and really below average talent evaluator, as we've talked about. So let's move on to another. So let's predict Philly. They got Philly this week. And that I, game's in Philly, right? It's in Philly. Okay. I'm going to, I think Washington will perform better. Me too. Obviously, Philly's better, but um, I think it'll be the Eagles 24, Washington 13. I'm going to go 31 21. Okay. A little more high scoring. Than yeah, a little more high scoring. Um, but again, Philly could be up twenty-one nothing. Right. We, we we could salt it away, come back a little bit. But I think right. they're always going to have us at an arm's length. I think both of us agree that Philly will cover. Yeah. Right. Because I'm, I'm assuming it'll be under ten. Or I think it's eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Philly will cover that, and will never be in legitimate jeopardy of losing the game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Philly will ever feel like, yeah. oh, my God, we're in trouble. Right. right. No, I think you're right. It may be closer than they want. There might be a play or two where they groan, but yeah. it, it, it but only gets us to 10 points down instead right. of, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. Yeah, but, I, I agree. Um, so, moving forward to the last team, <laughs> I did not go to the game. All right, I have a theory on this one, but go for it. <laughs> we did not go to the game. We inquired. Okay. But uh, the tickets were sold. Uh, of the person that was going to give us the tickets. Okay. Um, and then we just didn't decided not to go. Great, great decision. So, <laughs> how miserable would you have been oh, if you had gone? Terrible. <laughs> we went up. It wasn't on TV at the house, so we went up to the uh, Quincy's to watch it, and it was just getting systematically worse. It's terrible. Um, the Ravens looked like they did not want to fucking play. All right. So I. I I got a few things here. Um, <clears throat> I'll come back to my theory on <laughs> why they lost in a minute as it ties back to you and going to games. <laughs> because I, that's what the Holly's friends like. See, you're thinking about going to the game. It's my whole theory. Dude, I was like, yeah. you put it out here on the podcast. You're like, you went through their whole schedule and you're like, I mean, if there's a game to go to, it's this one. I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, you just cursed it. But we didn't go to the game. So how can you <laughs> curse it by not going because to a game? Even you, you pictured yourself there you, you uh, that's bullshit that, that takes it too far that takes it too far uh, i digress all right so first of all every single year with baltimore it's the same song and dance massive injuries after massive injuries how does it keep happening i don't know man maybe it's a I, fucking field i don't know seriously so i do part of me does feel bad and, and i was talking to a buddy today about it and he's like man here are you with your injury excuses and i'm like if you're counting on key players and then they're injured, you don't have them. That is reality. Right. No one goes next man up better than Baltimore, though. They find a way to stay right in the game. Maybe Pittsburgh does. You can't tell me that all eight starters that didn't play could not have fucking gone out there. I, I don't know, Jerry. No, I think I think it was I think it was arrogance. I think it was, we don't need them. We'll let them rest up and you, bring them back. You, you That's might what be I right. think. You, you might be 100% correct. You know? I didn't even think of that angle. But I will say this. They, they do a good job of, of you know, plugging and playing, and, and, and their, their coaching staff, I think, does a really nice job of game planning and everything else. This past weekend was a disaster. Yeah, Lamar they, Jackson sucked. He looked disinterested yeah. is, is the right word. He looked like he could give two shits. It was like third and four. It was a little rollout. He just kind of like flipped it out of bounds, and he just sauntered to the sidelines. Yeah. I was like... He fucking I, lost a fumble when it was just like in his hands. He just... I know. It I, didn't it was, seem to give a fuck. It was bizarre. Um, defensively, they really weren't impressive either. No. I mean, Minshew... I mean, Minshew's... That's my guy. I know he is. Well, you know what's funny? Last Fuck. week, you said it because George listened to the pod because he was uh, he was laughing. and He was like, "Yeah, Jerry's like, I don't know if Minshew plays, I'm a little more nervous." 
And then the game's going on. And he was texting me. He was like, fuck. He was like, he was right. And I was like, yes. was good. He must have a drug problem <laughs> because they got trash quarterbacks playing in front of him, man. Like, if you're, if you're the Jets, you should be trading for that motherfucker. Dude. Like, you could give up a sixth and get some, you know. I agree. I agree. Jets would be better off giving the Redskins, uh, the commanders, a third for percent. For God's sake, I don't. I don't think they're going to panic because I don't think their defense is good. But they're when they when they lost Rodgers, their, yeah, their season know, went down the hill. No, but but, but you're that right. That fucking idiot, Wilson. Oh, holy shit, he's terrible. He's awful. He's fucking who's worse terrible. here, Fields. So Justin Fields will always get a pass because the potential, right? I think that Harris is worse than or uh, Wilson. Wilson is worse than Fields. Yeah. Um, I do not think Fields is that good. Yes. I do not think Trey Lance is any good. Mm-hmm. I think though, you know, but those those guys will get passes in the media. Sure. Uh, nobody likes Wilson because he's not likable. No, he's a dick, he's a, and he's not good. He's you know? yeah, he's a fucking white privilege kid. Yeah. Man. Oh, totally. You know. Oh yeah. He's, he's, and he he's, just comes off as a he's, he's a little silver spoon prick. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I I shouldn't say like like I know him. I don't know him. That's sure. the persona I get off. But his teammates can't stand him. Well, Agreed. Right. I, so that, going back to Gardner, you know, he's a likable guy. Every place he's been. He looks like a truck driver. I love does. that guy. He does. He's gritty. Yeah. Um, but he runs the offense well. Hey, man, I thought the Colts were going to be, I thought they were going to be in that running for the number one overall pick. Right. I really did. I suspect their administration, their their, their president, if he's not opioided up, <laughs> I suspect he would like to be in the running. Yes. This is probably not what he wants. I know. But at yeah. the same time, they got the, the young upstart coach who was kind of coveted by a lot of people. And they, around the league, I think people rolled their eyes when he went to the Colts. It was like, what the hell? Right. They took a flyer on Anthony Richardson. It's way too early, obviously, but he looks pretty good. Um, I would start Gardner Minshew. Well, I, but Minshew right now gives you the best chance to win. Yeah. You know? Um, and Zach Moss out of the backfield, that dude's running his ass off. Like, and once they trade Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor and get get rid of that distraction. Yep, I still think they're five six. I mean, they're 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 comparable to the Commanders, which is why that loss at home by Baltimore is dreadful. It's fucking horrible, awful loss. Yeah, it's been, awful, I mean, awful it's a, loss. It's a terrible loss. Um, I mean, it's inexcusable. Yeah, the the Commanders game didn't bother me because I expected them to lose. The, losing as badly as they did, I guess, is where I was at. Where I was like, well, "Good, you know." Yeah, yeah. I just, um, don't, I don't. That, think, that loss for Baltimore bothered me. Yeah, because they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and I think it was organizational arrogance which cost them that game. I agree because they didn't play guys that probably could have toughed it out because yep. they thought they were going to roll. Yep, and they just fucking showed up and were lackadaisical. And and all my Baltimore buddies were talking about the pi in overtime that wasn't called. And I get it; it was pi. I understand. Why are you in overtime at home with Indianapolis? Yeah. Sorry. The longer a game goes on when you're the dominant team and you are not exerting your dominance, the more bad luck is going to just shine its ugly head and you're going to bitch about it because yeah. we've been there. So I, basically, you know? I blame Harbaugh. Yeah. I, I am not a Harbaugh guy. I'm I know you're not. not. I, I, I'm just not. I, I think Mike Tomlin coaches circles around him. Tomlin's, Tomlin's the and, and superior the guy, coach in that division. If you the guys in Pittsburgh, they think Tomlin's an idiot. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Send him down our send way, down dude. Our That's way, right, man. man. Send yeah. him 68 East and uh, bring bring that bastard out of that shithole that is Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, fucking go through Breezewood. <laughs> That's right. Like, I'll go pick him up in Breezewood. Redneck Las Vegas. 
I'll go so far as Breezewood to go yeah, get I'll him. Yeah, <laughs> fucker up in Breezewood. I ain't going on that turnpike though. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm not going but to Pittsburgh. Bad, you know, but uh, you know, I suspect that Baltimore will probably play better um, when they start playing uh, teams in conference. I would hope so. You know, they'll have a little bit more pep in their step. I but think, I mean, look, I that, that, that division the, is going to be a fucking dogfight again, though. I think they're one of those teams that play better on the road. I think so too. Because I think that's a good they're, point. They're uncomfortable. And they focus a little bit more. I, I I completely agree, actually. But I think that Lamar Jackson contract that is, could be a pariah for them, bad. man. Yeah. yeah, I I will. I know you're going to take the PR hit, and I know, but I would not have done it. Yeah, I mean he's he's not been impressive at any. He hasn't been impressive in a couple of years. I I agree, man. Because when he doesn't run, he's not impressive. Yeah, he throws the ball. Intermediate routes or deep, right? Right. Well, this he past weekend, deep. he had two rushing touchdowns. I think those were their only touchdowns were were his rushes, right? And then they got that safety at the end of the game to tie it, which was brilliant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You you get the ball back, you get a chance to fucking win it. Yep. Right. Yeah. And that, it worked out. That was good coaching. That was. That was. But every, I mean, I, I think pretty much ninety percent of the people would do that. Right. right. That's the first thing I thought about. Is take the safety, get, get the ball I had the back. Sa- I had the same thought. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but you know, we'll see. They're 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 in trouble a little bit because um, that division. Look, Cleveland losing Chubb, bad, really bad. But that team is so well built, and Deshaun looks like he's getting his legs under him a little bit. And that defense, whew, they're nasty. Cleveland D. Yeah, I mean, oh, bad. they're fucking good. Dude. I have to be honest with you, Todd. Nobody in that division scares me. Uh, nobody's scary, but all of them are equally as gritty. And they each have some budding stars and some guys they can rely on. And it's going to be a, it's going to be one of those you can't um, do. You know, if A beats B, then B beats C, then it, no, throw that out the window, dude. They're going to beat each other up. The winner's not going to be have a great record. The winner of that division might only have ten wins. Sure, I, I hear you. Um, I hear you. But but my point is, I really thought Baltimore would be the class of that division, and it looks like it's just going to be a four team dogfight again. Yep. I do agree. That's disappointing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Um, so that sucks. All you right. Know. So this week, all right. So let's predict. Uh, well, let's figure out who Baltimore has now. Now that we've destroyed them, and- <laughs> <laughs> Lamar comes back. And <laughs> would it be fitting if Lamar played you in fantasy and put up like forty this week? Do you have Lamar? Because I play I you, right? I don't. Don't I play you? Yeah. I guess we play each other. All right. So looks like. Where's Baltimore? Washington plays Philly. We already picked that. Um, Bye weeks don't start yet, do they? No. Baltimore at Cleveland. Okay. There it is. There it is. There it is. So let's put your money where your mouth is. So what you got? I'm going to go 16-13 Browns. All right. I'm going to go 24-17 Ravens. Ooh, nice little road win. Take your road win theory. I'm going to go with my – I think it's going to be a field goal battle in uh, – Right off of Lake Erie right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. All right. Cool. Let's I'll see how our uh, predictions hold up for next week, and we'll uh, we'll have to recap our day in Blacksburg on Saturday. Yes, we will. Because uh, I think the most exciting part uh, that I'm looking forward to Saturday is seeing, seeing you guys, seeing everybody, getting out and tailgating with the kids, 
meeting friends and, and whatever else. I got a bunch of parent friends that are going to be down there. So I'm sure we'll all mingle throughout the day. And then, uh, the least thing I'm looking forward to is the actual football. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm thinking right after kickoff, I think we may uh, mosey yeah. on back home. I'm with you. I'm <laughs> so, with you. Uh, but no, nah, it's going to be a good day. We'll recap everything, and uh, I'll, be, I'll be following along uh, with my Terps nervously at 3.30. Well, yes. When we get off, uh, uh, get off the airwaves here, I want some ideas on how to get a TV working at my yes. tailgate. Got you, got you. All right. So until next week, Wings, Beers, and Tears. Later. Peace.